Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, day two of straight pumping. Ahoy! Ahoy! Hello! Oh my goodness, who's that? <laughs> Have we been hacked? Who is I on think the so. line? I think Howdy, boys. Howdy. Howdy. Hey! <laughs> Hey, man. Uh, how y'all? <laughs> beautiful voice in such a long time. I I did not realize how actually long it's been. I was sitting there looking at my record and it's like, oh, the last time you've been on here was here. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? Oh, it's all hello. good, coaching boy. Very Co- hectic lifestyle. Uh, yeah, the life it's, of a coach. What are you? What are, What are you coaching? And also days? the life of a, a dude that's about to be married. So that's also <laughs> just all the hectic sprinkles right on top of there. So, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah the um uh what, so I guess like kind of right before football season started, um I I was coaching softball, and then they had me announce all the football games, like all the home football games of like number eighty five, blah, blah blah on the tackle. Uh, Did you feel yeah. like Coach Matheson? Yeah. No, I was way more energetic. Um, oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> and, and little things like that. Because when I interviewed um, here at my school like a long time ago, it, the athletic director was like, you have a really nice voice. I was like, uh, thank you. Thanks like, have you ever about I was like, no. And he's like, when you get closer to football season, I'll, I'll holler at you. like, oh, okay. So um, I was coaching fast pitch softball uh, and then announcing uh, the home football game, which up and down season, kind of crazy. Um, and then that football season ended uh, quite, not abruptly, but kind of abruptly. And then they're like, hey, do you want to do basketball? I'm like, hard no. I, I don't, I can't <laughs> do basketball. It, I just, it does not bode well with me. And they're like, I will, we'll get you. And so doing, doing some off season coaching stuff um, here and there. And then they're like, Hey, um, we have, a, we have a county tournament. We like to do, we'll pay you for it. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know, Shelby will be gone. She's doing her stuff. Yeah, no, I, extra money. Sure. I'll do it. And well, it turns out it was the Muskogee Nation County Tournament, and all of the high representatives of the Muskogee Nation tribe were there. And so I was announcing all these games, just bam, 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 having a blast. And it was, it, 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 you know, you do the starting lineup, you welcome people, and then I kind of just stayed and would be like, number five, blah, 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 from downtown. And then just kind of go back and forth from the team and announce and do stuff like that. And then the Muskogee Nation's like, hey, we're going to call you in the future. I was like, oh, what, uh, what on earth did I do? I, I, didn't, I didn't expect to actually do anything else. So then it, then it transitioned into baseball season. Uh, then the coaches that were coaching softball were, um, what's a nice way to put it? Uh, dismissed the duties and they go to me and the other assistant who was uh, one of the other because it, it, at, at one point in time we had four coaches for baseball and they're like hey 
we needed, we need, we we're doing a coaching change. Um, would you be interested in taking over softball for, for slow pitch? Because in Oklahoma, you have fast pitch kind of during the same time as football season, and then you have slow pitch at the same time as baseball season, which Oklahoma and Missouri are the only two states that do that. So it's a little weird. Um, and they're like, uh, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's a little sad. It takes away from, from baseball, but yeah, sure, we'll do it. And then it's just like, go ever since. Um, work on the field because you know it's essentially winter time and it's always raining um, constantly just so much rain and so uh, we we had we had rain we had to take care of stuff um, and my bachelor party recently which was down in Oklahoma City we just went and hung out and played games and watched baseball games and then it's just been back to the grind and the last Two days, we had, thankfully not today, but Monday and Tuesday, we had six games. And um, I'm sorry, did you say six? Yes. Um, ah, what? Because why why like, so oh, many? Hey, the, the weather's going to get bad. Let's just play a three-way, which our school oh, will true. play a different school. That school will play a different school, and then we'll play that third school. And there's this little round-robin thing that people are like, oh, we can you know, do a time limit on these things. And then um, uh, the junior high got our first win. So I get my first win under our belt. Uh, and then high school is um, still winless. Um, I, I'm trying to run like a Twitter page for our softball team, uh, which I'm like, oh, high school kids definitely don't use Twitter anymore. Uh, but college coaches love Twitter for some reason. And so I'm kind of trying to balance that and get get people in and on. So that's been that's been kind of in the summary of what life has been like down here uh, for the past for the past while. So yeah. I I get average time of getting home is like eight o'clock sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yesterday I didn't get home till about. 30 11 monday i didn't get home till about 11 30 and yeah the week before that was even worse because we we had a tournament all day that we played and i was sunburnt and tired and then i had to drive to oklahoma city and then you know work on the field for a thousand hours and grossly covered in mud and um yeah, that's been that's been life life down here for us uh, so far. So, hello. Yeah. Well, that's very exhausting sounding. <laughs> like, <Yeah. I> was... <laughs> <laughs> so know, you're um, so you are. So, where where do you stand now in the season? Uh, so we're in slow pitch season right now. Um, like, did it just start, or like, is it in the middle, or like what? So right? it, it's is, kind of at the beginning. Okay. Um, We've played, oh, how many games? Uh, we're one in five, maybe. But there, there's also been a lot of games that have been canceled um, because of, like, the weather or um, one of the other school coach just, like, went into labor this morning. And they're like, oh. hey, we wouldn't play anyway. And we're like, oh, hey, yep, fair enough. Go do your thing. Um, so we, we, we haven't... Uh, 
we haven't played a lot of games because uh, you know everyone in our area is kind of in the same situation or same boat where like you take care of the field you drag it you get it dry then and oh, your coach just has a baby five, you know just how goes yeah, okay. here's, here's five <laughs> inches of rain go for it and it's like oh cool okay so it's we're you know all of us kind of down here um are in the same thing we're we're trying to get turf our school has been you know saying that we're supposed to get turf for the last like while and it's like hey hey um i have to wear my muck boots every single day to the school um so i work on the field in the morning so i'd like to know when we're getting turf um but other than that, I mean, it's 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 usually just you know one constant thing after another, and then yeah, so we're we're relatively early in the season so far of just people you know getting games started. Baseball, you know, season also starts at the same time, so they're also in the same boat of well, we don't know if we're going to be able to play games uh, because you know whoever cancel or whatnot so there's there's a lot of people who are just um doing kind of the same stuff as we are right now none of that sounds fun it's apparently also been raining a lot more down there than it has up here so that is upsetting to hear i'm sorry about that uh soggy softball doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun Ooh, Um, sounds like a whole other game that's true you need a whole different rule set for that you gotta (laughs) it is awful like like we we had to cut all these you know if you look at our our field it's like a, you know a river system which I told the other coach we need to have the science class come out here so they can learn about how um, you know erosion works and how rivers move because we'll we'll cut you know a river to drain the field and then just like you know after so much water moves the, the dirt around it's like oh oh check this out. And we cry more because of it. But the point is, um, it's kind of, it's nice to see it's like, oh, look at this this river and look how it naturally flows. Or kind of drain it and hand pump. Um, no, no electric pump, hand pump, like thousands of gallons of water off our field. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, no, it's uh, after our tournament, we got home at like or back to the field about one ish, and then. From about one o'clock to five, we spent um, hand pumping and raking and squeegeeing, squeegeeing um, the field um, to get the water off. Played one game, no, we played two games, and then the next day, yesterday, it just dumped so much water on the field from rain. So um, we're not playing any more games this week uh, because we have. what is it? What is it called? Um, spring break next week. And so we're just going to let the field sit. We're going to let it, let's do a thing, dry it naturally, and then we'll hopefully try to play games. Sounds like you might as well just have a hairdryer out there if it's all good as doing you, right? Just like, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about it's setting up those fans that they put on in flooded buildings just to kind of oh, pull that yeah. across? Well, that's not a bad idea, but everything else around it is flooded, and knowing our luck, something will catch fire. Could put um, them on inflatable rafts and just like <gasps> zoom around on them. I think we call that a hovercraft, uh, Brandon. Yeah, homemade uh, hovercraft. <laughs> I think what we're learning is well, yeah. so 
break out an old copy of Boys Life magazine and yes. just, oh my gosh, Boys Life, holy cow, what in the world? <laughs> wow. There's and a, see if you can find the hovercraft made from a uh, a vacuum cleaner in the back of that. That's an imprint memory right there. Boys I was going to make a Junkyard Wars reference. But yes. Also uh, acceptable. Also well, acceptable. I called, I called Dad and he'll tell him about it. He's like, oh, well, you know I have um, one of those shot back. Just get the shot back. Billboard, uh, billboard um, tarps, don't you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. No, Dad. I yeah. did not know that you had a billboard tarp. Yeah. Just, I, know, I did not know around. that either. And I'm not surprised. Like, oh, I got a few of them. But yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah. Like, yeah, I got a few of them. I'll see if I can uh, you know, get it down there, see if we can get it working. You know, maybe yep. you'll get maybe cover the field a little bit. I'm like, that's not a bad idea. Now to think about it. But They're it's huge. Just like, what, why? Why it's huge. It's a uh, he bought it. Uh, it's like has it's the Spider Man billboard. Uh, I think to advertise that they once they take these down and they move on away from the ad campaign, they just sell these tarps uh, that they use to cover billboards. And they're it's a full size billboard tarp. It's massive. It's amazing. <laughs> knowing so, knowing Dad, it was yo, this thing is mega cheap, and I could possibly find a use for this. Heck, yeah, I'm gonna buy that. Why not? <laughs> yep. So it it's like it has like the Spider-Man logo on it. Or yeah. It's like but, the thing that goes over it. With the no, movie poster, like, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, those giant, like you imagine how big a billboard is. And then it's a tarp mm-hmm. that they stretch over that to make that work. Um, uh, and then once the ad campaign's done where it's like coming this fall or whatever, they throw it away. Uh, they don't reuse those. Oh yeah. I think it's Spider-Man. Yeah. It's something like that. Something man. Oh. Who knows? Of course, Dad has that. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. This is news to me as well, but yeah, he's not using it to. Surprised. He's using it to currently uh, cover a dirt pile. Uh, if you would be surprised ah, by that at all. Okay. That explains Which dirt a lot. pile. Okay. Uh, it's a new dirt pile. A new. Um, oh. Okay. There's always a new dirt pile because there's That's more true. places is, for dirt to go. This is Missouri. I forgot. Honestly. We got, yeah, yeah, where we have no dirt, only rocks and clay. <laughs> That's true. We only have rocks, so we got to <laughs> the dirt keeps washing away, much like a softball field. Um, it just turns out <laughs> erosion. Well, did I send you guys the pictures of it? Uh, no, no. Oh, well, boy, howdy! Check your phones here in about five seconds. <laughs> Our super secret text channel, indeed. Yeah. Um, and this is this is after. Three hours of pumping it for the thing. Yeah. You're like a build pump, right? That's what I'm imagining. Like one yeah. of those ones that looks like a seesaw. You're out yes. there. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Singing no, sea shanties. Is, this is better. So it's like, it's, a it's, is it better pipe. than sea shanties? <laughs> no. So it's it's a PVC pipe essentially with a little plunger thingy that we pull and have a hose. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh, the baseball have been using the other pumps which are also of crappy quality and great scott been, this is this looks like a horse field uh yeah let me find a better one here. this looks like a barn yeah. a barnyard somebody yeah, so did not is, build this field correctly if the water is pooling up like this yeah well, are you so, having um, boat races on here um uh, like you know, like the instead of the Pinewood Derby boat races or car oh, races, yeah, the you, gutter races, the gutter races. Oh. That's what you have going on here. Well, so, 
Oh, Aaron, you have muted thyself. That is true. Well, anyway, listeners, imagine a horse barn in a Western movie in the rain. That's what this field looks like. Oh, yes, you're back. You just muted yourself. So I sent Colin a video of the the pump because Brandon's not cool and doesn't have Snapchat. That's Um, true. Too old. The yeah, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I made the joke with a few of the maintenance people because every time they drive by in their um gators, they're like, Oh, how's the swimming pool coming? Like, oh, we're actually you know getting rid of softball and having a fishing uh club come in. We're building the lake right here. So, to to put this in perspective, Brandon, what they have done as part of this engineering scheme is if you will note the um the the river streams that they have carved yes. into that those drain into what appears to be a massive pit uh on one end yeah and then they stick the hose down in that pit so as the water drains yeah this is what that, i'm yeah it and fills pumping up it out yeah and then they pump yeah. it out from that yeah out into the mm-hmm. a ditch or something hopefully yes yeah back onto the field just to yeah. <laughs> just uh, yeah you're, you're, you're repeat. A, little, a little thing that goes but yeah that was day two of straight pumping and i think the caption on it is when you're brewing coffee because it's just mud oh yeah i bet bring into this hole it's essentially a french drain that we yeah originally had um but it doesn't work obviously and so we made a new french drain and then this i was is... then we were just and they're just hand pumping and getting getting it situated man wow <laughs> yeah yeah there, there's a whole bunch of those that I unfortunately saved and because our our admin, our, our superintendent who is really supportive in a lot of things we do, um, he likes to be kept updated on on things and he's like, Oh, how's the field coming? It's like, Oh yep. Yep it is. And um so we, we send him things every once in a while of like I think we we posted it on a one of the school social media and on school's Facebook. It's like, we'd like to thank every person who passed the bond uh, to get turf. Um, every square inch of that will go into good hands. And we sent a, a video of us pumping like the water out. <laughs> and so people hey. be like, Hey, look at all the stuff we're doing. Um, nice. But you know, we, it, it, no, this, this field. So since we have a large pool of potential coaches, listening to us um you basically need need to be taking care of your field year freaking round um you should have been planting rye like the moment you know before winter hit um like at the tail end of fastest season but the previous coaches uh, who are no longer employed uh due to some i don't want to say scandalous reasons reasons but some um, interesting reasons uh you you have to take care of your field like all the time, and they haven't. They didn't. They didn't touch the field at all, and so then we're like, "Oh, hey, we're ready for the field," and then it's not in playing condition. It's worse, and we have to like scramble the play and get it worked. So thankfully, the school went out of their way and bought us some what's called turf conditioner or turfist, and. That stuff has, you know, we would basically just spread it in there and drag it. We're getting some crushed brick to kind of mix in there to solidify it. You play in the sand. Mm. Kind of, it's a it's a cornucopia 
of different minerals that are just shoved in this softball field. Uh, and we had to not have, we, we didn't have practice one day because we had to just use um, child labor uh, to pick these bags up and, you know, pour it all over the field. Um, uh, you mean you mean volunteer services? Yeah, volunteer, volunteer services. Yeah. services. Character yeah. building opportunities. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> the girl was like, hey, what are, we, what are we doing for practice today? Like, we're going outside. Don't wear your nice shoes. And they were really yeah. confused. And then we show up and it's like, all right, grab a shovel. <laughs> it's it's imagine it's like uh just tell them right we're training but not but more like rocky four training yeah right? we're gonna like <laughs> we're gonna chop some wood we're gonna shovel we're gonna carry some bags yeah just it's, put on uh, some it, montage it music not, and get to town it, it was not pretty um and so thankfully it's it's been so we 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 thankfully canceled games today because I was like we are not playing like there's no way and the other coaches were like hey no totally understand we uh we can't play here either and every coach that we try to call is like hey we're a swamp don't bother coming we're like oh hey you know fair enough fair enough we can we totally understand so it's I mean it's not just thankfully it's not just an us problem it's a uh, everybody problem that is true that's helpful out of this area yeah. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, no, other than that, I mean, wedding, wedding planning is going good. Um, literally less than unfish uh, until the that whatever day that is. The, <laughs> hmm? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that that will eventually happen. Um, but no, it's it's. It's going good. I'm tired. Exhausting. We have a cat now, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Colin, tell me about this. Yeah, pain in the freaking butt, but it's adorable and it's cute. But that's about as far as it goes. Um, but other than that, no, life is, life is good down here. All right. Soggy, but good. Soggy, yeah. but good. Soggy, but good. <laughs> Put it on here. Soggy, but good. It's true. It's true. You could sell those for softball fundraising. Oh, well, yeah. you said yeah. that is that is one big thing about like the administrative part of coaching that's like oh I also have to do this um, is like hey you have to submit fundraiser ideas oh you have to plan fundraisers and it's like oh did the other people do fundraising how much money do we have they're like nope like oh yeah nothing 17 cents cool. that's what we found okay. In the locker room. <laughs> yeah. right. And uh, thankfully, like they they have a little bit a little bit more than that. But it's like, all right, we're gonna do this. And they're like, JK, you have to fundraise. It's like, oh, okay. But but the school has been extremely supportive mm. and um I've had to definitely um put on my puppy dog eyes for a lot of the thing. They asked me, like, hey, what do you need? It's like, well. I need new catcher's equipment and I need a new catcher's mitt. Like, oh, well, which one do you need? And I had a very, like, you know, not expensive list. And then I had a very, like, good quality, but expensive list. And they'd be like, well, you know, I mean, like, I guess we can get this one, but I just want to be, like, be cooler because, like, it would last longer. 
You know, like it's like a little expensive, but like I mean, you know, if you wanted to, they're like, okay, I'm like <gasps> yeah. hit them with the it'll last longer, right? So you yeah. don't have to buy it again in two no. years. Right. But I had to call our I had to call our school rep and be like oh, he said yes. He said yes, call it before it changes the mind. That's true, yeah. Get, get it, get, I got the PO number right here. Go. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh that, that's been the big that's been the big thing. And um when I when I have coaches call us and it, it basically how it went down was the athletic director athletic director came in and a bunch of parents and they're like, Hey, this is bad. Uh Fix it. Like, oh, uh, okay. Neat. So ever since that was over a month ago, maybe less, but like when I have parents and the superintendent and like other coaches saying, hey, you guys have done a fantastic job. Um, these kids love you. Parents love you guys. Keep it up. Uh, because at one point in time, we had four people left on the team. Four Whoa. out of 20. What happened? So, it's problematic. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, get a team, play a season, and then get, go into fastest, which we're in. So we're like, uh, okay. So <laughs> no pressure at all. Don't worry. But, and, and then, you know, that's just basically what we're doing. And then people have been like, hey, you guys have been doing a fantastic job. Please keep, please keep doing it. Those kind of things. And just, you know, it, it's, it's a lot. A lot smoother now. We're we're uh, both the other coach and myself are having a blast. It's him and I work very well together. We have a lot of fun. He, he kind of reminds me of Dad sometimes because he'd be like looking at his phone like with his glasses down. He's like, oh, I can't read this. He like hand me his phone. I'm like ah, oh, man, old people can't can't see. And he'll he'll do like Dad mannerisms like look look what I built. I'm like what? Why did you build this? Uh, it's 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 way easier now. There's less headache. You know. So yeah, we're good. We're good. Excellent. I'm glad to hear it. There you go. Yeah. Most 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 good news. Yeah. So what have, what have I been missing? Put it up. Uh, All kinds of exciting things, really. Sure. All yeah. do, it's always exciting. What are you talking about? <laughs> I uh I survived. Uh, we survived our trip to New Orleans. That's good. You survived Highway 55. Did you ah. do your homework and find at least one interesting thing uh, okay. in Mississippi? So, well, okay. So a couple things here. Uh real That's quick. That's a no. That's a no, Aaron. He did not no, do his homework. No, no, I got I got I got to back up here. This is <laughs> Okay. So, our the way we went is we took uh cuz we live in between Kansas City and St. Louis. Um, we drove to I-70, took I-70 over to St. Louis and connected with I-55 in St. Louis, which means, yes, yes, we did, in fact, drive nine and a half hours straight south and stayed on Interstate 50. <laughs> okay. That was the thing. That was the decision that we made. And we did have a moment when we were in St. Louis after having driven two and a half hours to get there and went, we should have flown. Like, this was... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so sitting in the restaurant on our phones looking up going if we bought a ticket today what would that cost <laughs> um obviously we decided to not 
do that and just drove south. So my observations of I-55 span from uh, St. Louis down to where I-55 ends uh, in New Orleans. The Gulf of Mexico. That's the right. <laughs> Gulf of Mexico. Now, I will say this. Um, most of my interesting things are not in Mississippi. They are before Mississippi, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. They Cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Here are interesting things that I observed on my way. Um, the most interesting thing, two, inter- okay, two interesting things. One, one was in Missouri and it was kind of around like Boot Hill. We're in Boot Hill, Missouri right now. So okay. we're just about getting out. So it's kind of like, anyway, um, I had seen these one other place in my life. I'm going to say this. You, I'm sure you will all remember this. Um, instead of placing uh, billboards on the side of the road, we don't place those there. No. We build a plinth and we back a giant tractor trailer onto it ah, and put yes. some chocks on oh, that. Yeah. And a then plinth. we put the billboards on the side of the tractor trailer. With probably your recycled billboard material just turned over and painted on the back. Yes. So, some some were painted directly onto the side <laughs> of the trailer um, <laughs> with just big words. So this these are quite fascinating and I love these. I love these so much. They're just like really Do you? <laughs> ingenious. Uh, repurposing, right? Re- reuse, That's true. It's reuse, like recycling. Recycle? That's what we're, recy- we're reusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other very interesting part about this part of Missouri is obviously New Madrid. Uh, this is a very oh, fun dear. part to go to, right? Um, I really wanted to stop and go see some of the things they have down there and just, you know, that's a very interesting part about that. Yeah. Then then we did a thing, okay? Oh, okay. So, uh, so imagine this. Imagine um, we're driving in our goals to get to Jackson, Mississippi. Just like is, Johnny Cash. Nine and a half hours away. <laughs> we don't we don't leave that morning until like eight. Okay. Oh. And because we stop for lunch, and then we have to stop like one, two other times for bathroom breaks and gas. And snacks. And snacks. Yeah. Uh, we end up being on the road for twelve hours. <gasps> we don't pull into Jackson until eight at night, which means <clears throat> yes, yes, folks. We were com- we drove from Memphis to Jackson completely in the dark, just straight up, oh. no lights. I thought at first this will make it better. The answer is no. no. <laughs> Even worse somehow. Even worse somehow. Because also remember, I am not a local. I don't drive this road very often. So not only am I loathing this, but also everybody drives this at ninety three miles an hour. It's nonstop. Ew non-stop just i'm i'm going 84 and just getting blown out of the water just blown out probably because everyone's trying to get it over with as quickly as possible indeed <laughs> indeed the scariest point in time we are driving again it is now 6 30 7 o'clock at night we go down to one lane and it's a construction zone ah i, I look in my rearview mirror i see a car just flying up on my butt. Okay, and it's riding. Megan can attest. We had many cars who just love the rear end of a GX 460. They just uh, really just, want to see yeah. intricate detail yeah. of the bumper, the door handle, sure. the swoop of the curtain. <laughs> I too admire it, but from a distance. So anyway, this car comes blitzing up, sitting right on our bumper. Then guess what they do? Anyone guess? Guess? 
did they try to pass you on the shoulder? Aaron, Aaron, do you have a guess? Did they flash their lights and honk at you like over and over again? Even more terrifying, they turned off their lights. Uh, Just straight up. Lights off. (laughs) A plan. (laughs) The car disappeared. (laughs) And and I don't dare like, you know, stop because I don't or like slow down because I don't want them to hit me. Also now, Megan and I are freaking out being like, what is what is this? Do we die on I-55 in between Memphis and Jackson? Because this is the sign and they're going to, you know, because there's nobody in front of us, but there's a car that was behind me that has now disappeared because they turned off their lights. <laughs> and this, <laughs> and I'm in a construction zone. So, that, <laughs> just, so this was mild panic set in. And by my mild, I mean quite extensive uh, that set in during this time. And eventually, like two miles later, they just turned their lights back on and they're like way behind me at this point. And I don't, I don't know what was going on, but this was... This was not fun. That was really, that was, that was less fun. Uh, we pulled into Jackson. Fun fact about Jackson, it's lost 25% of its population over the last 30 years. So a lot of fun stuff going on oh, in Jackson. Wow, wow. What a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> then the rest of the drive from South Jackson to New Orleans, um, less fun. Again, um, this is where it gets real bad. Oh. Uh, the only other thing that I creepy did, no lights guy. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's just boring. Um, True, but the right, trees yeah. are fun. And and earlier we had commented. I think we had had a conversation about how they're hiding rice behind the, they um, are. the yes. tree lines. Yes, Additionally, they what they are also doing is they are hiding the tree farms. Right. So we have whole slows slews of clear cut forests that then regrow and spout sprout oh. plant, plants for and trees for timber and timber oh, harvesting. Okay. So rice and timber are the two big agricultural processes through this part of the country. Those are not things that I would think would be planted near each other because one needs just a, you know, enormous ton of water and the other one is a tree. So that is interesting that they're, they coexist so close together. It is very interesting. Very But indeed you can look through and see where they've clear cut. And then there'll be another one where there'll be a little thin veneer of trees and right behind them, there are trees and they're all the same, t- the height, like yeah. all of them. And it so, rose. <laughs> so, so it's kind of fun. Um, in Jackson, there is a giant obelisk, which I was like, whoa, I wonder how old that thing is. Oh, no, it's just dedicating to like a little mall thing. So, 12 years old. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> and then we did the, then we hit the really, the really, um, Again, this fun part of the the geography of this area of when you get closer to New Orleans, you reach the part where the ground just disappears, right? Well, yeah, because you drive on stilts, right? Yeah, you drive on stilts <laughs> and you drive on an elevated highway for just miles and miles and miles of. So you don't run over the crocodiles, right? The alligators. All fun. Yeah, I forgot about the noise though. Seventy-five miles an hour, just. But it's very pretty. This is a very pretty part of the drive. True. This, the best part of the drive. I-55, right before it ends. Beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, annoying to be driving on, but oh, yeah. um, <laughs> a lot of fun. So <laughs> then we park our car. Um, as we're pulling into the parking lot that I paid for and reserved, uh, we see a grown man relieving himself in between two vehicles. And yes. I went, ah. welcome, to, welcome New to New Orleans. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Um, we the conference was in the business district. 
the conference center was. Uh, I had not wanted to pay conference hotel prices, so no. I optimized for walking distance um, from hotel from conference center, which is fine, right? That's yeah. what you do. Optimize for walking distance. The problem is, is that the business district is divided by the Canal Street, which after Canal Street is French Quarter. Yes. I had thought that our little Airbnb was more business district than French Quarter. Uh-oh. I was wrong. Uh-oh. As Megan can attest. Um, um, let's just... <laughs> so... Uh, you you optimize for walking distance to beignets, though. That's important. <laughs> True. That's, that's no, I was here. I was four minutes from my conference hotel, from the conference center, which is great. I was fifteen minutes from beignets. Oh, that's, how, oh this, that's that's terrible, <laughs> right? But no, no, no. Plus the the little Airbnb that we had, we're on the fifth floor, yeah. five stories away from everything. Uh-huh. I genuinely thought all of the windows were open. That's how loud it was. I thought the, the windows, they're original to the building. They're single pane. I don't think there's an ounce of insulation oh, dear. anywhere. Like there was no barrier between the thudding, the loud blaring music, the sirens, the horns, the screaming, the street noise, and our bedroom. It was just un unadultered straight raw sound coming through the walls and and the city i learned shuts down at 4 a.m okay that's when the little cop cars come through and go whoop whoop and they send everybody home and then you're like ah silence i have just in time for people to get awake and go to a conference (laughs) no 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 conference starts at 8 30 i've got some time it's four o'clock i can get a couple hours of sleep we'll be fine no then what happens garbage trucks Garbage ah. trucks come through. They're banging. They're clanging. They're moving things around. And then you're like, okay, finally, no. Street sweepers. Street sweepers come through, and they're banging, beeping, honking, yelling. People move things around. And then, yes, yeah, sweet, wonderful bliss between the hours of five thirty and seven thirty. Best <laughs> sleep of your life. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> because then, then people start to wake and start going about their days. And turns out, the turns out those conference center hotel prices is actually just for double pane glass and soundproofing, right? That's really and, what it is. And blind and 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 blinds. We just had no, not blinds. Uh, curtains. We just had yeah. the little little slat blinds, which basically meant it was daylight in our room all night long. Like it was. People no, use people. Wait, just blinds with no curtain? Yes. What sort of barbary is this? What like barbarianism is happening here? Like I what? don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Best part about this thing was it was literally we come down our stairs, come down the come down the elevator, we'd walk from our door straight across the uh, one way street and into breakfast. There was a little breakfast place right across well, that's the, the way. Best that was best part about this. Um, we, <laughs> uh, we we then went out on Canal Street. Um, there's a restaurant over there, uh, and we got to watch. Um, uh, so another part of the, the culture is when you do a wedding, you do, of course, everything in New Orleans, you have a parade. So yeah, a parade, yes. we got to watch a mm-hmm. wedding procession on Canal oh, Street. Nice. The whole thing oh, was cool. shut down oh, cool. just so that they could do a parade. Wow. <laughs> um, and then we also got to watch, again, I have seen uh, TikTok videos of this, but the quad bikes doing the wheelies and... Um, mm. Doing all the tricks and stuff. Uh, they, yeah. they they reside on Canal Street, and I, they just I guess fill up on one end and then drive until they 
run out of gas and then fill up again. It's, it's so wide, right? You so can, wide, you know. It's so, and and they they just happen like, and they're doing this. I thought, okay, you know, okay, cop cars they'll move away. No, like they are going around cop cars, like right next to cop cars in front of them. Like they're just the cops are just like, okay, if that's all you're going to do, I guess do a four do a wheelie on a quad bike on a on a sidewalk or near a sidewalk. I guess that's fine. We'll let that slide. Uh, <laughs> well, whatever. Um, and. So each each night it was like, okay, well, we're done eating. We're gonna go back and try and get some sleep. So the next night, we uh basically just turned my phone's uh sleep noises on as loud as it could and held it dearly close to our face so nice. we could sleep. And it, it somewhat worked. Do you like uh, hang stuff over the window like a blanket? Like an no, extra blanket. They're big, they're big windows. They're big. It's like a big like has a kind of industrial window kind of thing like that look yeah i got you it's not small and quaint um and it's and you know i'm sitting here going like i know what we paid for this little airbnb there are rest there are hotels over here that are like really ritzy i'd be super annoyed and they're like in historic buildings too like i guess maybe you pay for curtains at that point like but you're well they might have upgraded the windows i guess or maybe provided a noise machine or something. Yeah. Maybe they just like spray foamed them. Like, oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Probably is all they did. Uh, and then put more like soundboard over everything and then painted it. Maybe. Um, it's probably what they needed to do. But um, no, it was, it was good. Uh, our talk went, went really well. Uh, and uh, uh, just, um, yeah, New Orleans, not, not really our, our scene, at least for sleeping. Uh, and now I <laughs> <we> know. <laughs> <laughs> that uh will uh you know it's one of those things of you know you're walking around it's like i'm trying to like be interested in history and just and all the stuff and then it's like oh here's like a pile of vomit i have to step over or like, oh yeah <laughs> if you were interested in remembering what the world was like in the 70s and 80s where a good chunk of people smoked just go go walk around new orleans oh, and you're like hey, this is what cigarette smoke smell like and that's that's the smoke <laughs> That's what the world was like 45 years ago. This is an airplane in 1967. Look at this. This is amazing. There's so many memories of just public cigarette smoke. Like you just, it's it's like, oh, right. That's something I take for granted. Like I don't have to like, when I'm walking past places because there's not cigarette smoke everywhere. Just so many people just chain smoking on corners and whatever. It's fine. Guess just move on. Do our thing. My goodness, it was, uh, that was our time in New Orleans, uh, folks. And then we drove home, uh, stayed in West Memphis, which is not Memphis. It's West of Memphis. It's not in Tennessee. It's in, uh, Arkansas. So, yeah. <laughs> stay in that sleepy little town. Uh, amazing night's sleep there. Just beautiful done. Beautifully done. <laughs> a lot less uh, street sweeping, probably. So yeah. that's good. A lot less street sweeping. No quad bikes, as it turns out. Um, oh, surprise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it was to the point. Do you guys remember? Oh, what's it called? Um, on Top Gear, they did the track car. Um, uh, is old Top Gear. Not old, not old, old Top Gear, but like BBC uh, trio where they did the track cars where um hammond had the um three-wheeler um morgan made of wood oh yeah okay uh, yeah yeah yeah. and yeah. uh clarkson had like a crossbow or whatever uh, yeah okay i i found out that they make those with speakers 
Um, and if you are wondering, yes, in fact, they are 100% treble. There's no bass in these. Um, but people drive around them on the streets with them all the way turned up. Interesting. All, it's just what, a, nothing, what a plan. Because, yes, that's the... Tweeters. Is that the new... Is that the new thing for 2023? Like subwoofers are out, tweeters yeah. are in. Only tweeters. The highest pitch noise you can I'm telling you, imagine. If you want to be on the it crowd, just rip out the subwoofers and replace them <laughs> with, with, <laughs> with a giant cluster of, of tweeters. I'm imagining instead of a box with like two big, like 12 inches or whatever, it's like a box that just has like 20 of those little like four inch <laughs> it's a compound insect eye right that's yeah, what it is of just like tweeters focused out and up oh my gosh and what a plan like, how what i mean you're standing there and canal street is not a small street it's it's a four lane with a massive median because that's where the cable cars trolleys go yeah. trolleys goes right yeah. we were on the complete opposite side with other cars passing in between us i could not carry on a conversation with the person next to me because this person's crossbow thing was just shredding itself and sending, I don't know, resonant frequencies throughout the area to, to crumble eardrums and, and skulls alike. It was hilarious. You just could not, you could not carry on conversation. You just had to stop talking until they, they left. But here's the thing. It's a, they drive the strip, so they're going to come back in like <laughs> 15 That's minutes. That's true, like five minutes. Oh, well, you're there again. Wrap up the story real quick before they come back. <laughs> oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> oh, so, um, had amazing etouffee. Um, oh. It's pretty much. And then basically everything, it's like, oh, you want, um, you know, uh, uh you know, Alfredo pasta. What if it was also had like shrimp. every seafood imaginable? Shrimp. It yeah. is <laughs> right. Like, oh, here's here's shrimp and here's crab cakes. Y- yes, we'll just throw crab cakes into this. And you're like, okay, okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> I think I know what I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> And then for breakfast, they were, you know, they're like, um, like, okay, we'll get the biscuits and gravy with the crab cakes. And with (laughs) but instead of sausage gravy, it's crab cake gravy. Oh, gross! Ew. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. But it was like, obviously, then you'd have to get your fried green tomatoes on the side and all of that. So it was very. My favorite part of New Orleans. How much grits did you eat? That's the real question. A lot. So my favorite part (laughs) of, of New Orleans is like brunch new orleans is what i've discovered like that's you're sitting out on the outside outdoor seating sun coming through the alleyways and cigarette smoke wafting through the air <laughs> right less mm. less cigarette smoke walk here's what we're going through we're not <laughs> it's a lot to ask for none but it's it's less than, slightly less it's less than nine o'clock new orleans okay that's and that's fine <laughs> 9 p.m. New Orleans, very different smoke levels than 9 a.m. New Orleans smoke levels. Oh, yeah, fair. Fair. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And we then uh, packed up and, and headed out, made it into West Memphis on that last day, drove the rest of the way in. So uh, that's that was our event. Um, I have nothing else in my notebook. Um, 
So to answer your question, is there anything interesting? Is there any sign that says exhibit must see world's biggest, world's only, largest this sign on I-55 through Mississippi? I, I am here to report that the answer is no. No. <laughs> no. I kind of and, suspected because mid, uh, Mississippi is firmly out of the Midwest sphere of influence. Right. So we're definitely... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And so... And so I because we're this is a this is a podcast of top tips. If if you wish to travel to New Orleans on I-55 to get the best experience out of this, fly. <laughs> fly to brunch. Right. Yes. That's the that's the chip. Have brunch, leave. True. Leave, get out of the Beignets, <laughs> coffee, crab cakes, flee. That's what you do. <laughs> You'll be fine. Like I just, and then when you're down there, and we were, we weren't even there during Mardi Gras, and like uh, this is this this is still a, literally a hangover from Mardi Gras season. And there's just like throngs of people there because it's a city of almost half a million people, or you know, almost four hundred thousand mm-hmm. people now. Um, it was half a million before Katrina, and it bumped down. Then it's Wait, kind of back up. There's right? only four hundred thousand people there. Yeah, that doesn't seem. Are you serious? Yeah, Google. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, it's. It's. It, I think it's less than four hundred thousand people. Yeah, really? It's yeah. that small? Yes. Yeah. New Orleans, back in. Yeah, I'm looking at. I looked this up. New Orleans in 2005 had four 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 hundred and fifty thousand. Now they're at three hundred and seventy seven thousand. How does New Orleans have a smaller population than Springfield, Missouri? That no, 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 no. Right. 370,000. Oh, okay. Still, that's... No, no, yeah, so, yeah, because Springfield has 100 and what, 40,000, 150,000? Well, that's true, but I guess if you think about surrounding area, it's, like, enormous. Yeah. Do you think, like, Republic, Nixa, Ozark, but, right, that's, Exactly, like, exactly. So, the metropolitan area. So, this doesn't include, like, obviously, um, you know, uh, Baton Rouge is kind of get, gets lumped into New Orleans sometimes. It? I thought that was further away. It is further away, but sometimes people, because it's just coastal. Oh, yeah, they're true. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans proper just has um, 400, or uh, yeah, 400, what, or 380,000 people, let's just say. Pr- prior to Katrina, it had 450,000. The thing that blew me away, seriously, is that... That number just seems way too small. Like way too small. <laughs> it really does. It really is. Um, the thing that blew me away is that um, Jackson, Mississippi, the capital, has has fewer people than or is about roughly the same size as Springfield. And yet <laughs> it's massive. Is there so there's like so se- spread eight, out, right? Yeah. Like, and eight lanes of interstate traveling through it. Because mm-hmm. um, New Orleans itself, the city is is weirdly shaped. Um it, it yeah. It, it doesn't include like like we drove through Matair and um Gretna is further to the south. It, that's not New Orleans proper. So there's still yeah. a little bit of these more suburbs that it gathered together. It um the population blows up pretty big. Uh but like you know, it's uh yeah, so like Jefferson Parish, I think, is to the west of there. Yes. And it's it's a whole different ball of wax. Mm. Um but like to be in there with, let's just say, let's just say oh, that whole area, half a million, half a million and a yeah. half, you know, like it, it's a lot. It's really <laughs> oppressive. Uh, and we did, we did almost, okay. We did almost get hustled 
um, we were walking to Jackson Square oh. and some very nice looking um, monks approached us. Um, <laughs> yes. No, they had like the robe, the garb thing, and they had little satchels and they like had fire like, truck monks. Like, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they like were um, holding up some things and we saw them pass out bracelets to somebody else. And then like, we just held out our hand oh, and no. they put the bracelets on. And then they start to pull out a pen and a paper and like point to a price. And it's like, no, like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> can't do that. Don't take things. Cause then oh, they, that means you bought it. Right. That's yes, it. Mm-hmm. And then we ran away and it was not fun. Uh, and <laughs> down and ran. Oh. Just, just, ah! um, and so yeah, waved to Jackson square and, uh, did our little walk around and then we retreated back to the hotel, uh, and did not go that way again. <laughs> to not sleep. Uh, yeah, to not sleep for two nights. No, so, no. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, we had someone who was there that first day, Friday, and we were like, where are you staying? And they're like, oh, we're, we're down in the garden district. And it's like a 20 minute trolley in. And I was like, yeah. oh man, we're, we're four minutes away. Walk. I'm so happy we did that. Well, no, the next morning I was like, Garden District, next time, Garden yeah, District, garden. take the trolley, yeah, trolley, take the trolley ride. Come on, <laughs> start, you can start your morning with a trolley ride. How who, exciting would that be? Who wouldn't like that? Ding, ding. Who wouldn't like a trolley ride? Um, to the and land you could of ride past all the crossbow dude and oh, four wheelie boys, right? So angry. Cruise with them down the road. That's, yeah. No, they're not up that early. Oh, that's Under. okay. Good point. Wow. So, yes, we, uh, but we did survive. So. So, so Shelby and myself over like right after Christmas, we went down to Arizona. Oh right? yeah, yeah. And so I thought, like, you know, the you know, growing, you know, going to you know Arizona when we were younger, they clearly know the stick pretty well. Um, so it it started off not very bueno because I had booked high. I had booked the wrong. Um, I didn't realize that. Phoenix was so big. Um, oh man, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, so we flew into Phoenix, and at first I was like, "Oh, let's just drive in there." I'm like, well, yeah, it's fourteen, sixteen hours, meh. Oh, no, let's just yeah. fly. So we ended up flying. So I didn't again. I didn't realize that Phoenix was massive. Um, and so I booked a car rental from the. I know I'm going to get some like the, like the Phoenix Mesa Airport or the Phoenix Sky Harbor. So a little tiny airport, get out of the plane, you know, walk on the runway. And of course, we left Oklahoma and it was like 20 degrees. We fly in and it's like 75, beautiful. And they're like, oh, hey, actually, your car is at the other airport. Like, Phoenix has two airports. It's like, it has three. So <laughs> that, had to take an Uber, like 45 minutes to the other airport, get our car. Um and so, so it's going off. It's starting off great, and then we drive to Tucson, um, which is a good. That's pretty far, yeah. That's good. like two hours ish. Yeah. And so I, I'm completely turned around at this point because I'm thinking, oh hey, we're like in the middle of the state, blah 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 blah. blah. No, so <laughs> I didn't realize that Tucson's like, oh, it's like two hours from the Mexican border. Um, yeah. And so we, we go down there for a wedding and, you know, Shelby's in, in the wedding and so I'm just, you know, driving around Tucson, which like we stayed at this really 
you know, it, this weird Airbnb, like it was really nice, but like you're in Tucson and then you set the foot outside of Tucson in a desert. Oh yeah. And <clears throat> I didn't realize like how deserty desert it was because we're like Phoenix, you know, big city. And then boom, like there's a, there's a, you know, a plateau, there's a mesa, there's cactuses everywhere, cacti everywhere. And yeah, like we, we stayed in this, this Airbnb and it's like, oh, hey, you need to close the gate at night because we get coyotes and uh, uh, javelinas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what And so it's yep. this little like. Little angry pig. That's what it is. <laughs> little angry hog. And, and Shelby went for a run one morning and like I was sitting there texting her, like Googling like what these things are and what they do. It's like these things bark and they're be, they're like territorial. And if you see one, you know, approach it. And of course, like she's running and there's like a whole like herd of them. And naturally. And so they're like, yeah, just you know, close the gate at night because javelinas and coyotes are have been known to like get in on the property. And there's like roadrunners and stuff out there, but there's like meet me. There's it, huh? I said meet meet. Road, yeah, road there's, there's little, there's little like Thanks. there's cities and then there's roads, and then the moment you step out of the out of the city, it's like dirt roads or sand roads. I don't know exactly what they were, but they're like all these nice houses, but like nothing's paved, and so it's just like weird. And then like downtown Tucson's like ten minutes away, and so like there's like a whole bustling of like a downtown life. There's restaurants, bars. You know, bands playing, and then like you go another block over, and there's the University of Arizona campus, which was beautiful. But the one takeaway that I have is that every place in Tucson, Arizona, is that you have to pay for parking. I spent so much money just on parking. I I spent more money on parking than I did food. You. <laughs> about the experience like it is you know, like it was beautiful like temperature wise like oh this is great and it's like oh five bucks for you know 30 minute parking but why <laughs> why do you why do you do this and then and then we we you know flew back the next day and of course it was like 30 degrees when we flew in but like oh man you know tucson arizona you know arizona's gonna be great and it's like yeah you're like two hours away from the mexican border bro and then, oh, here's all this parking. And then, oh, don't get eaten. Well, the, the weird part really is, nice and we had a lot of fun. The weird part is, like, Arizona is just a big, giant, empty state with nothing in it. So, like, yeah. the fact that most of it is just dirt, like, why can't you just park in the dirt? Right? Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I got to pay for parking. <laughs> mm-hmm. The exactly. whole state has nothing in it. What, is, what are you talking about? Like, there's, there's all the stuff. Like there's free and I didn't again I didn't realize that because like you know growing up going to um, you know vacations and whatnot like we went to like moderately populated ish areas mm-hmm. but then it's just like oh hey because um, driving just from Phoenix Tucson like oh there's nothing out here you know it's just <laughs> empty desolate yeah. so Colin was making me relive some trauma from Tucson. But <laughs> it wasn't like as crazy and chaotic, but like I people like I would be driving 
like five miles over the speed limit. And I've never been flipped off more times in my life than in Tucson, Arizona. Like, I don't know if it's because I had a rental car that was from, that had Florida plates on it, but like the light would immediately go from red to green. And when the moment I pushed like on the gas pedal, and then like some dude would be flipping me the bird from behind me. And like, I, I'm driving, like the light just changed. And then like, I got coffee one morning and I had pulled out because I had the right of way. And this dude who was on the other side with no blinker on, just laid on his horn and flipped me off. I'm like, I, what? <laughs> Maybe that's the Arizona hello. Thanks your, your roads apparently. And then it just, and then it rain like every day because and then it'd be like all right we're, it's done back to 70 that's crazy and so like it, it was it was a blast um but it was yeah it was an experience that i'm like yeah well i would i would go back but i don't know if i could live Tucson, mm. kind of thing um also my my boss would like to know did everyone get measured for their taxes and called into the people? Uh, I'm going on Friday. Okay. Okay. I have, this is a whole story, uh, by the way. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, I went and got measured. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. I just walked into the, the suit shop. So I did get it measured and I got called in. And uh, I got okay. measured and uh, I went up. I said, I get measured for a tax. And they said, okay, great. They gave me my measurements. I called the lady. And she said, um, okay, what are your measurements? And then I gave her all my measurements. And there's a really long pause. And she went, are your arms that long? <laughs> and I went, yes. And she went, but like, but like, what kind of shirt do you wear? And I was like, well, like, a large is not long enough sleeves. But like, an extra large is also not long enough sleeves. And it's also really big around my my chest. So if I had like a large tall, that'd be really great. And then she kept saying, okay, well, you're a 38 or whatever. And I was like, a 38 and what? And she was like, well, that's your your jacket size. I said, yeah, 38 what? (laughs) And she goes, sleeve length? That wouldn't be. No. Yeah, 38. I don't remember what she said. And I was like, oh. Oh, and then she said, so what are your jacket measurements? And I said, well, the I said, I don't know. I said, these are my measurements. And she goes, well, are these for your shirt or your jacket measurements? And I went, yes. These are my measurements. <laughs> she went, well, if I were you, if I was measuring you, I would have gotten different measurements. And I went, that's really good to know now. Do you need different measurements? <laughs> <laughs> to which she said, no, I can think I can make this work. Are your arms really that long? So I don't know. Like, I think she just like, I'm this weird like homunculus of a human. And I have no idea how this is going <laughs> Going to did you just like clue her in on how tall you were? Like just like no, a little did. like, hey, by the way, uh, that's because <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm enormous. She, like spoilers. Have you ever like, seen the Iron Giant? It's based off of me. I think it's because like I've got these like ridiculously long arms and legs, and my torso is itty bitty, and I don't have a big chest, but I kind of kind of got like a little gut now, and so like I. <laughs> 
I don't know what she's envisioning for like how I'm proportioned, but just well, the like Iron some Giant. Like, weird, yeah, it's pretty like, much it. It's a grotesque yeah. m- mixture of a human. Uh, <laughs> Send her a selfie. Here's me. Hi. <laughs> well, that's what, I was like, do I take a picture of myself and be like, no, look, I am weird. Like, this is, these yeah. are my arms. <laughs> like, they drag the floor. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I can't help this. Like, <laughs> like, I'm grundle. Like, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. It's going <laughs> to. <laughs> so yes those are in uh and uh confirmed and then oh and then i said okay. uh, and then she said she said um uh what is your shoe size and i said um well what kind of shoes and she said standard and i went and those would be and she, <laughs> and she, and she said round tip leather sole i said okay cool um do they run small or large and she said well, I've never had anybody complain about the fit. And I went, okay. <laughs> never? Oh, ever? Like, really? Ever? And I said, okay, just give it a 12 and we'll be good to go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's oh, oh standard. She, yeah, she asked, she said, what's your, what? Oh, what did she ask? Oh, she asked me this thing. She said, um, oh, she said, and so your shirt size is what? After I had gone through like the XL and I had said, well, like I wear larges and I just always cuff the sleeves. And she goes, no, what are the shirt measurements? And oh, I said, like dress shirt. Like, yeah. 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 And I said, I actually said, I said, gotta be honest. The last time I did this was 11 years ago when I myself got married and I haven't bought a dress shirt since nor been fitted for anything else. I said, yeah. this is all new to me. And I all of my like, shirts <laughs> say pet sitter. So <laughs> right, right. I don't I really wear, know what you want. <laughs> I wear, I wear my own shirt. It's a large, it says pet sitter. And then I put a flannel <laughs> on top of it. And <laughs> the sleeves. Like that's, that's my jam. So like, I'm really struggling here. I'm really trying lady. Like I really like, thank you. I'm so sorry. Like I just, <laughs> so Brayden top tip. Get a get a jacket measurement too. I'm, like, I'm just gonna go to the. I finally found a place that's like not like mega far away from me that I have to go to, and we're gonna figure it out. It'll be fine. She'll fawn over so, you. So maybe I'll just like maybe I'll just call the lady first and hand the lady with the tape measure phone and say, "Here, this is for you," and then just that's stand probably there. Probably a safe bet because one of my one of my other guys, uh, he just like emailed it to him, and I'm like, "Why did you do that?" He's going to have questions for you. So basically, what Colin's saying is that uh, due to him being complicated, uh, the price of all of this just went jacked up. Um, <laughs> me. Is what, is what I'm basically hitting. Like, just one of your groomsmen is like super complicated. So I was like, I'm dead. It's, it's me. No. It's me. Sorry. Yeah. When she when she says no. that, it's me. Sorry. <laughs> no, as, as, long, as long as you get things, because at the same time, it's also like prom season. And so she's like, well, we always do like this stuff first, but like we just want to make sure that like everything is in. Oh, yeah, fair. Oh, right. And then she said, then she said, well, it's fine. When you come in to try it on, we'll be able to make adjustments. To which I said, I'm sure that sounds great and that usually works. Um, I can't do that. <laughs> and she was like, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you can't? And I was like, no, like these are being picked up and taken to a far off place uh, in another part of mystical, uh, magical Oklahoma uh, to which I will also arrive at that same place and then put this upon and adorn my body. Um, I am not able to be fitted again for this. So she asked a couple more clarifying questions after that. And I think we got it all lined out. 
Okay, good. Sweet. I bet. So um, I, to- I told Megan, I said, I'm either going to be like, it's either going to dwarf me like um, a poncho because she's just like, <laughs> or True. like, or, or like I'm going to be wearing, <laughs> you know, like knee highs and, <laughs> and a sh- like a short, you know, like a riding crop or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. be true. It'll be fine. Very, very <laughs> I'll so, be all right. No. <laughs> Apparently, I can't wear any of my coaching gear because we got, um, since we're sponsored by Under Armour, so I got stuff that says like my school and then like softball and like <clears throat> Under Armour. And I was like, so this, and then like I've seen Shelby give me the death player. That's only been like once or twice. And weirdly, there was the last time was when I said that. So, uh, I can't, I guess I can't wear any of that stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, for the ceremony. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like after after the ceremony, like, oh yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. I'm just gonna quick change, Superman. Bam, here we go. So, but no, other than that, I mean, um, I think I think everybody else got you know everyone's all fitted, so I think we all should be should be good to go. So yeah, Brandon. Listen, there's no they they closed down the store that used to do it here, so there's no place (laughs) near here that does it. Just measure it yourself, guesstimate. You know, do measure your fingers, make make sure you know it's nine and a half inches from pinky to thumb, and then just lock it up. There you go. Go for it. I think that's fine mode. Yeah. What what's new with you, Brandon? Well, I have been cultured. Uh, like a cheese? Uh, there was no cheese involved. Okay. Actually. So I, I, my big exciting uh, goings on is I attended a Chin Cultural Festival for Chin, said the 75th Chin National Day. That's what I did. Great. Oh, this is, it, yes. I, I, um, unpack that <laughs> yeah right so that is that's a lot right so um i have some students that are chin right so chin is like um a, it's a state in the country of myanmar slash burma right mm-hmm. um <clears throat> it is the like very north west top corner uh, that uh, borders India, right? So this is the Chin state. This is where the Chin people are from. One of the uh, traditional uh, tribes, I guess, kind of of the area, and like one of the founding members of the Union of Burmese States that became when the Burma consolidated, right, uh, under British rule, <clears throat> right? So it's a cultural group that lives there, and uh, extremely extremely repressed by the government of Myanmar currently who are mm. not very nice people right the mm. dictatorship that took back over if you're unaware of the situation in Myanmar ladies and gentlemen um, <coughs> basically uh, for a while they had they so for a long time they had a military dictatorship right and then they had they started some like elections and stuff for a long time and there was a president a lady right um, for a lot of the last president was a lady right and then during the 2020 elections 
when the military lost a huge number of seats in the Congress and the Parliament, basically right after the elections, they were like, uh, one election. Just kidding. Mm. And they arrested the president and several other prominent people and reestablished military dictatorship. Ah. Uh, and they do not like the Chin people at all. <laughs> right? Uh, is, the, is this um, for <clears throat> cultural, historic? Did they st- like, what is it? What reason, or is it just uh, so kind I, of ethnic cleansing? Yeah, kind of that, right? Because uh, uh, they are like a separate group. Right, they identify as a separate group other than Burmese. Mm. They are branded other, and they like put a lot of heavy repressions on things, and they like uh, really heavily repress their like religious practices and stuff. Um, because the Chin are like primarily Baptist, right? For, uh, due to some missionary work back in the day, right? Mm, so interesting. They are like pretty heavily repressed for there, so. I have kids whose like families, they don't get to talk to them very much because there's like, no, they like blacked out the internet, right? They can't get phone calls out. They have to do, they do a lot of like stuff. They're like fighting the government in some sort of uh, actions. And then the government would just like randomly bomb them, you know, fun, fun times. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> so I went to a celebration of a chin national day. Cause like I said, I have several students who uh, are chin right and so they one of them invited me like i guess i don't know if she was like serious because when i showed up she was like oh my gosh you're here like, yeah he told yeah. me to come so i don't really know why you're surprised <laughs> so it's pretty cool i talked to a guy for a long time uh named uh his name was uh, dr benjamin right and he's kind of like the regional dude to kind of like works with the immigrant population in this area, right? He used to live in Iowa uh, because they are very agricultural. They love farming. They do. They, they want to farm, right? They farm back home. So they want, they come to the United States and they want to set up in farming communities. So, you know, Southwest Missouri, good. Iowa, good, right? These are, <laughs> these are where you want to go for that. And so he came down from Springfield and I was talking to him for a while. He's a really interesting guy. He was talking about kind of their fundraising goals and he was talking, he like went on a relief mission where he like, you know, went there. I'm not going to out him any more than that, but like he did that. Uh, <laughs> tell you some more details later, I guess. But he did Ooh. there. He went there um, <clears throat> to bring like aid and medical supplies and stuff to to the people in the Chin State not too long ago. So he was talking about that, which was crazy. Um, <clears throat> and then, so it's just sort of like a, like a celebration where like a bunch of the regional people come together and just sort of celebrate stuff, right? So it was really cool and super interesting. Uh, everybody was really friendly. Like, it was really cool. They were really nice. Like, they hung out and stuff. So uh, I guess we'll take you through the day, right? Show up. I learned that when they say it starts at this time, that kind of means like, you know, like, (laughs) gotcha. Yeah. 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 Kind of, you know, it's around here. Right. Yeah. So we were hanging out 
and they were started making like they made some breakfast stuff, right? So they were selling all this food, which is very exciting. So they had some like <clears throat> uh, fried rice stuff for breakfast. It's very similar to like Indian fried rice that they eat for breakfast. I don't remember what the name of that is, but like Indian, a lot of places in India, it's like fried rice and a couple of mm-hmm. veggies and like that's breakfast, right? It's really good. I've had it before. So I didn't eat it here. I ate some sort of fried bread thing. I don't remember what it was called because, you know, I didn't have any idea what was happening. <clears throat> I just got in there and met like one person. And so I was like, mm, okay. What's uh, going and, on? Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's very overwhelming, <laughs> right? <laughs> because, uh, you know, if, I, you know, my Spanish is not good. My chin dialect is non-existent. So bit, I... Bit rusty, <laughs> is it? Bit rusty, Weird. right? Weird. It is kind of like a... It's in this. It's a similar language family to a lot of the ones in Southeast Asia. So it sounds mm-hmm. like vaguely Thai at times, but like I don't speak Thai either. I just know what it sounds like because I watch like, movies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's I've be watched, very clear. I've watched no movies Thai. starring Tony Jaw. Okay, that's the extent of my Thai knowledge. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I watched Ong Bak. Okay, I know what's I, up. I, know. I just love how you said it. Sounds a lot like, but I don't speak that either. Anyway, <laughs> it sounds like it, right? It sounds. It's reminiscent oh, of the way that it sounds, right? That's perfect. It's in the same kind of language family as some of that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So they're hanging out, talking to these ladies that are serving food. And the other thing I eat, they're like, oh, you got to eat this. This is like a thing that we eat all the time. It's like, okay, what is it? And they told me a name. I don't remember. But it's like, it's like a rice thing. Okay. <laughs> and it's the stickiest thing you've ever held in your hand in your life, right? So it's like oh. rice that's been boiled to oblivion, right? And it's I think it's mixed with something else. And then they kind of sweetened this one. Oh. And it's like a really, really it 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 has the consistency of like Play-Doh almost, but it's sticky. Uh, oh it's wild. real sticky. It's wild. So this other lady, <clears throat> I was talking to her, and she gave me the pro tip on how to eat this, right? Um, it turns out she was like the master of ceremonies of the day and she neglected to mention that part, right? But whatever. Okay. Uh, my, my buddy Gracie. Hello. Shout out Gracie. What's up? Um, <laughs> so nice. So we were, she, like they wrap it in like banana leaves, I guess, when they cook it. So it's all oh. tied in the end with string. So she's like, yeah, what you do yeah. is you just take the string off and you use the string to just like it's, chop it. Right. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I'm seeing. I th- didn't. Uh, there's an episode of Netflix's Street Food where a, a lady makes this and wraps it in banana leaves. Is that possibly? Is it, it's okay. I think possibly anyway, something like that. So uh, that worked a treat. You just cut it up in little pieces and just eat it. It was great. And then oh, I look cool. over at the table across from me, and this old lady just had grabbed it. She just like peeled the banana leaves back like a banana and was just like chowing down on the thing. So like, <laughs> all right. So it's is a very handsy. Yeah. So the little fried bread things were delicious. And this rice thing was great. It was like just a little bit sweet. Mm. Right. And it was very, it was very dense though. I could see why you, this, you did not need to eat for a while after you ate this sucker, man. Like it was, <laughs> Susan, and I split one obviously because it was like a bit, it was huge. Right? It was a big old massive, like the size of a hot dog with a bun, right? Like a big, that's how big it was. Wow. <clears throat> so we're hanging out, talking to some people, ate some breakfast, and then the, program began okay so there was like a a whole program thing right and so there was like a miss 
chin contest type of situation, right? Hmm. Like a pageanty thing. Okay, so they did like a pad. They had like a. They started out with the pageant thing, and then they <clears throat> they would do like a round of pageanting. So they came out and like wearing like traditional. These ladies, these girls, I guess they were probably they're probably high school age girls. I I think they're all wearing like traditional attire. Mm. It's amazing, <laughs> right? Like super detailed, like needlework clothes, like the most complicated belts I've ever seen in my life, right? Like insane things like that. Beads everywhere, really cool headdresses. Yeah. Um. So they do that, and then they do like a pageanty interview thing. Uh. Uh, apparently their answers were quite humorous because the crowd was laughing uproariously. So uh, <gasps> they did good with that. <laughs> <laughs> and so like between rounds of pageants, they would have like other stuff. So there was like several rounds of like dances, like traditional, like dancing things. Mm. Right. Um, that were really cool. <clears throat> and then they did like a, one of them was like the farm. So they wore like, like other people came out in like traditional clothes. Right. And then later they came out and they did like, it was like, uh, they were like hybridizing like traditional dress material with like Western fashion. And that was really cool. Right. They did like, we're just like mishmashing a lot of stuff up and like boys and girls, right. Coming out and showing off <clears throat> this stuff. Um, <clears throat> and just kind of like some of that, some, there was some talking, which I don't know what was happening, right? Um, it's more pageanty and then dancing. So they would do some dancing, like a group of people would go up and do like this dance thing. Um, and then they did all that. And then the last dance was the craziest thing in the world. Okay. So <clears throat> skipping ahead a bit. So, was, so that was basically it. Pageants, fashion show, talking, dancing. The last dance was what my former student, like she was in my class a couple years ago. That's what she was doing and what I was invited to see and her mom like choreographed the whole thing. It's the traditional bamboo dance. Yo. Okay. All right. So do you remember in PE in elementary school, did you do that one dance thing from the Philippines where they did, you had like the PVC pipes and they yes. moved them back and forth? Yes. Okay. So it's like, you know what I'm talking about, Aaron? Yeah, because I thought we did that in Boy Scouts too. We might have, but we also did yeah. it in PE, I think, for a PE. Yeah. So, so that, that was kind of like jump rope, right? Where you have two yeah. people on each end and you jump in between. <clears throat> yeah. I want you to imagine eight people in a square. Now, ah. Ankles are out. No, moving you. these bamboo poles, right? <laughs> nope, I'm done. So across, so like a square with two dudes sitting on the floor on each side, right? Mm -hmm. So, so was that four sets of poles crisscrossing yeah. like a, a the world's scariest tic tac toe board? Oh my gosh! <clears throat> and then they start moving them in and out. Boom! Boom! Boom, boom, click, yeah. right? Together, apart, together, apart. And there's like a song playing behind it. It's really loud, too, because it's like, it's actual bamboo. They were using actual bamboo pieces. I have no idea where they got them. But they're like, <laughs> they're like 12 feet long. 
And they're just like, and then the girls come out and there's like a line of like 10 of them. And as the music starts going, they start just like hopping and skipping around through all these squares, right? In rhythm. And they're holding like, they're holding, they're in like traditional dress, right? The traditional favorite color of the chin apparently is red, by the way. So Mm. all this like really bright red and everything. And they're holding white handkerchiefs and they're just dancing through hopping through the bamboo. Ankle crushers. yeah. Yeah. And they did this for six and a half minutes. No. Yes. What? I talked to her. I talked to my student afterwards. Like, are you alive? She's like, I'm dying. My feet hurt so bad. <laughs> wow. Like, I can't because they're barefoot too, right? Obviously, and they're just yeah. It was insane. Like, it was it was the coolest thing ever. That's so cool. It was so cool. And uh, one of the funny parts was her mom was up there, and her mom again was the one that taught them. But like. They were jumping and hopping so much that random parts of their jewelry was falling off. And so she was like scurrying out there and just like grabbing it. But she is also in full traditional dress and high heels. So I don't really know how she was managing this either. That was also impressive. She's like, oh, like grabbing. That's a skill like their, in and of itself. Their hair clips were falling wow. out. Like some girls lost part of her belt. Like just things. Were, but there's so much rhythmic like bouncing and jumping it was it was insane it was really really cool <clears throat> so we did the traditional dancing fashion show stuff right so there's some lunchtime right i found a bunch more of my children who are that are former mm-hmm. students that were like what are you guys doing here like uh, so we took pictures there's pictures and there's like a big banner like chin national day banner right really oh. cool <clears throat> uh and then the Ooh. wrestling tournament began. Oh. I love how that. Uh, gotta be. <laughs> didn't expect that one coming out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Traditional wrestling tournament. Wild. So this was slightly embarrassing because they had it in the gym at the school here, right? And so we go in there, we're kind of, we were talking and stuff, we're milling around, and we were contemplating whether or not we were going to eat lunch yet or wait for a little bit because that big rice thing was very potent. Uh-huh. However, I will say I did see them preparing noodles in a pot in this pot. I swear it was a meter across, right? Oh. It was. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it was enormous. But anyway, so wrestling tournament, we're standing there and they have the bleachers on the side, right? And then they had brought in a bunch of folding chairs and kind of put them around the mat in a circle. And we were standing in the back, you know, trying to be, you know, just out of the way. And one of the official organizer dudes was like, where are you sitting? Like, well, we're just going to sit back here. And he goes, no, 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 no. Come on. And he starts walking towards the front and he just grabs two random chairs and slams them down right in the front. He's like, there you go. That's where he's sitting today. He's like, Nice. Ah. So it was a little embarrassing. Some of the people oh. were laughing at us, but it's fine. They yeah. were cool with it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so that was we were like front row in the wrestling. So that was was cool. But um, they start off with like small children wrestling, right? Mm. Uh, oh. And so one of the first, I'd also talked to some other pastor guy when I was out in the lobby, 
And I was started the the wrestling got up. He came and he tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, "That's my son." I was like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> okay, I know who to root for. Yeah, I know who to root for now. So they, it's okay. So the they start with little kids, and then they kind of like, it's just like a tournament, and they just do whoever wants to go. Anybody in the building can wrestle. Oh, that's perfect. Oh. And it's it's a last man standing tournament. Oh. Ah. That's oh kind of the thing. So they start with the little kids. They kind of pair them off by size and just like they're kind of match them up and then do that. And then it moves on to like middle and high school age kids. And then it gets real. Right. Then it starts like getting serious. <laughs> Any particular um, style or. Is it oh, just right. Kind of so like, yeah. it is a form of belt wrestling. Uh, okay. So, okay. So what they do is you go as two people. And they tie this big long belt around you, okay. Um, and you you each start off kneeling, and you you each are holding onto each other's belt. And I a little shaky on the rules. I should have asked somebody a little more detail. I'll tell you about who I should have asked specifically later. But um, it appears to be the rules that I gathered from this are it's a two out of three falls situation. You have to make the other person land on their back to win a pinfall, right? Kind of like Greco Roman wrestling a little bit, right? Mm. But you have to always hold on to the belt. Mm-hmm. So they, there is some intense <laughs> like swinging about and like leg hooking happening. Because you got you each are holding on to basically each other's waist, and you don't let go of the belt, and you have to get the other person on their back. Oh, interesting. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so the little kids are fine, right? It's funny, it's cute, it's adorable, right? Uh, the guy's son won match or two, right? It's cool. <clears throat> and then we start getting into older kids. You know, one of the other kids from our school wrestled. He's in like high school, right? He was wrestling out there. It's neat. Um, whenever he was wrestling, his mom came and sat by us. <laughs> and so uh, we talked to her again. Um, it's the same mother of the girl that was like in my class a couple years ago. So it's that family, right? And so, wow. so the kids wrestled for a long time. And so we went out and got some food. So we had a food break <clears throat> and then I had served sort of lunch. So we had some like soupy stuff. Dude, let me just tell you, it was amazing. <laughs> so that their mom was like, you got to come eat. I'm like, yes, yes, we, you're right. We do have to eat. She's like, you need chin food. Like, yes, you're right. How, how could we be so silly as to not think about that? So they had two different like soup things. So we each got one. Um, I had something that I don't, it was just like a, Really small noodly soup situation with like eggs and some like spices and like some other stuff in there, and it was delicious, right? It was amazing. <laughs> and Susan ate some, uh, it's called soba tea, I think is the official name. It's kind of like it's corn broth with meat, I think is what that officially means. It's kind of like uh beans like ham and beans but it's corn and beef right and it's super it's super delicious 
<laughs> it's really good. Because <laughs> I they told me what it, I had researched a little bit about food before we went. And they said the name and I was like, you have to eat that because Susan loves corn like very much. And I was like, that's you. You have to eat this. You like you need that in your life. And she took a bite. And she was like, oh, my, yes, I do. <laughs> it's all I true. Need, it's I need true. a lot more of it. <clears throat> so we took a break. We huh. ate. We accidentally they were like, oh, here's some onions and stuff you can just put in the soup. And we're like, OK, well, like when you're they serve you the food and then there's like some condiments and stuff you put on top of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They, they did not tell me that the onions and everything was sauteed in chili oil. <clears throat> that would have been very important information oh, because yeah. I just dumped it in my soup and I took a big old bite and went. Oh! <laughs> 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 no, I had to sort of like mix it up and then it was fine. Right. But that first bite was like just a whole bunch of chili seeds and it was exciting. Um, it was very <laughs> Like, oh, my nose is not stuffy anymore. Look at that. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we were out in the lobby. We talked with several more people and took pictures of some more of the kids. And then we went and uh, we ate with this lady and her family. And then we went back to watch some more wrestling. And it was getting real. Okay. And like I said, last man standing tournament. So mm. it progresses, right? Kind of at the beginning, it's pretty quick. There's like a line of people ready to go, right? But as it goes on and on, like less and less people are volunteering. And so they set a timer and they say, two minutes, who's next? And then everyone kind of waits till about 30 seconds. And then somebody says, wow, and then they come down, right? Okay. And so it's just, so there's this really weird strategy of like, when do you want to go? Because, Because you don't, like once you're in the ring, you stay there until you lose. Oh, yeah. And it's so you have to decide. And you could see some groups of people in the stands, like talking with each other and being like, it, it looked like some of them were like telling their buddies, like, now, you gotta, now's the best time to go. Right. It's sure. like what they're talking about. <clears throat> and there was, it was once it gets up there, it starts get, you get to really see just how intense this wrestling is. It's brutal, right? I can't there was imagine. several pretty nasty looking injuries, right? Like shoulder, obviously. Uh, you, like some dude like slams down on your and you're on your shoulder real bad. Like a lot of people got up just like really like uh circling, doing the shoulder circle, you know. And a lot of people like knee one guy like really messed his knee up, I think, somehow. Ooh. And another guy who looked like I mean, he was I don't know how old this guy was, but he definitely like wrestles. He like wrestled in high school or he was still in high school or something because he was ripped. But he took a guy down and like when the guy landed, his knee hit him in the thigh. And then he was just done. Right. He couldn't stand. (laughs) He tried to get back in there and you could just tell it was just like he was basically trying to do it on one leg and it was it was so bad. And like Ugh. So wow, this just kept going and go the hours. This lasted for ever, right? And now we have controversy, right? Uh, because at the end, this dude comes out of the audience, and he's ju- he doesn't even go change into shorts and a t-shirt, right? Everybody likes had a secret bag of shorts and a t-shirt somewhere. I don't really. <laughs> 
because they would just like you could see them walking out towards the yeah. bathroom and they would come in like five minutes later wearing shorts and t shirt. Like they knew, right? They, they were, knew. They were just trying, yeah, they were just prepared. This dude just like rolls up his pants and like rolls up the sleeves on his dress shirt Ooh. and walks into the ring. I'm I'm intimidated just <laughs> Man, he was like really lean, like really, but like muscly lean. You know what I mean, sure. like that. And he was in there, and he took out several dudes, right? And uh, he was older guy too, right? And then the he was the second to last dude in there. And I want some justice for dress shirt guy because the guy that beat dress shirt guy was enormous. Number one, and competed in the second round of the wrestling tournament, which was for like the professional dudes. Oh, oh I no. think I want justice for dress shirt guy. Dress shirt guy did not deserve to be done like that. Mm. I talked to one of my kids and they're like, no, that's not that weird. But all the girls sitting behind me, they also want justice for dress shirt guy. They didn't think that was very cool. So dress shirt guy, you're the real champion. Okay. You're the real. <laughs> <laughs> so they do this. They do a thing. They can actually give him a belt, right? Like a wrestling belt thing, right? Like oh WWE gosh. style, right? It's cool. Wow. <clears throat> and then they say, dude comes up and they say something and they like tap me on the shoulder and like, hey, uh, 10 minutes and then the heavyweights start. And I was like, oh. okay, well, I'm definitely staying for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I- we were talking like, we're tired. How long is this going to go? Because somebody told us like, this could potentially last to like 1030. We're like, hmm. No, I don't. No, that's not. <laughs> that's that's why they brought out uh, the guy uh, to to end uh, t-shirt guy, so they could maybe move on with maybe this, we right? gotta move on, right? Yeah. Um. So so the over on the back row for like a long time, like somewhere in the middle of this tournament, these all these dudes walked in, <laughs> and like the second they walked to the door, Susan and I both were like, oh. Oh, they're they're here to wrestle. It's a bit different, like for sure. Those right. guys are different, right? We like, just took it up a notch. <laughs> we did. You could tell the way they walked in the room. They had like a entourage, right? They had like a group, like a camp, right? Like a, you know, boxers travel with like a trainer and like stuff. Like they had like those dudes, right? Oh, and like some of the trainers were like ripped like oh my god I don't want to mess with that guy like mm. one of the trainers were like man when's he gonna wrestle because that dude's gonna tear somebody up he was like just his forearms were just eating like Popeye over here right like uh, like <laughs> so they were quietly sitting in the corner and when wrestling got like real intense or the match got really good they would all kind of stand up and look because they were in the back mm-hmm. and they would stand up and they'd watch and they'd be like, they'd cheer, give it like, yeah, I'm right. And then it'd sit back down, you know, and kind of watch. <laughs> and I, I walked by one of them when I went to the bathroom and dude was big, right? Like that. Mm, God. <laughs> so anyway, heavyweight championship starts, right? They uh, also, as they, they, they go and they change and they come in, they start to warm up in the back. And like, then all of a sudden, all these people are going over and taking pictures with them. And so you know, like, oh, those dudes are uh, for real a big deal. Yeah, right? like, they're attracting a, a crowd. Every, at this point. Like a crowd. 
that two of them in particular, but a lot of them would take pictures, you know, every once in a while, they, everybody got spit, but there was two of them in particular that were like, those dudes are getting pictures taken with everybody, which is, so you're like, okay, <laughs> okay, that's, <laughs> that's a real deal right there. Mm. Um, so they do that. They had this, oh, yeah. So before they start, they had somebody come out and they were like, they sang this song, this singer lady came out and she sang earlier in the day as well. Um, during the like between some of the fashion show part and like the beginning and so during this intermission time she came out and she sang like a song and like she was really good and then whenever she came out the end she was singing a song and like everybody in the crowd was singing along with her so I was like wait a minute I, this doesn't sound like a traditional song this this lady's a big deal too right like she's like secretly I'm in the presence of an important person and nobody told me. <laughs> so uh, one of my students confirmed with me the next day or the next, yeah, when I got back to school the next week that yes, this lady is like a huge deal. <laughs> so I was in the presence and met one Genevieve Sui, uh, an apparent sensation in the chain community. She's a great singer. Uh, she's amazing. But Nobody told me while I was there that she was like a super famous person. They're holding this information out for me. <laughs> Would have been I nice to, it. you know, see if let's see that on a bulletin or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I got to meet Genevieve Sweet. That's cool. Um huh. and hear her perform a couple times. She's really good. Amazing singer. <clears throat> so then so then the real tournament, then the big boy tournament, wrestling tournament starts. And it's a, it, this one is seated. So there's eight dudes. And it's a single elimination seated tournament, right? Um, actually, there were seven dudes. So one of them got a buy. But they, they like just put numbers in a cup and like rolled them up on a piece of paper and dumped them on the ground. And they just picked up, you know, one versus one, two versus two, then the buy guy, right? <clears throat> so they start going. And this, this is like a whole different level of intensity. This is some like serious business wrestling, right? <clears throat> and so we watched this and it's, it was really good, really intense, really hardcore. These dudes are immensely strong and slightly terrifying. Um, <clears throat> really good matches. There was one that was like controversial. They couldn't decide like when they, th- when they, when he got him down, like at the beginning, they were talking about like there, there's a boundary, right? And you can't, they can't go down outside the boundary. Right, because that doesn't count. So there was some controversy on like, did he land on the line? Was he on this side? Was he on the other side? That there was some of that going. On. <clears throat> um, there's like judges on, on the corners in the ring too. So anyway, championship match comes down right, and these two, the two dudes that are like enormous, are in the final match, <clears throat> and uh, so they, yeah, they just had the final match. One of the guys wins. He's really good, right? So we're getting ready to leave, and I, one of the wrestlers, like we're getting ready, we're talking to some of the families and stuff, and he comes up and starts talking to me. He's like, "What'd you think?" And I was like, "Dude, that was amazing!" And so he starts telling me the guy that got second place, right? He starts telling me that, yeah, this is like you know really you know we we try to come to as many of these as we can because there's not like a lot of opportunities for this wrestling, but like we do it professionally, so. You know, we have to do as much as we can. 
Last year, I was in India for the World Championships. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. So he's been to like Europe and India and all these places all around the world doing this like at a extremely high level. Right. So um, again, I was clued in by the pictures, but nobody told me that this guy is like actually world champion wrestler. Like I found a picture of him later and he has just like all these belts and stuff. <laughs> so I met and talked to uh his name is Byuk Mong Sang, right? And he is apparently a huge deal. Uh like really, really good, world famous, world champion, and the nicest stinking dude ever, right? He oh. was um, he was so great. <laughs> he was so cool. <laughs> he just wanted to come and talk and hang out. And he li- they live in like Indiana, in like Indianapolis. And they travel around and they they go to the thing, right? And I talked to several of his like like on our way out, I talked to some of his like camp guys right like some of the dudes that are with him and they were all super nice and they were talking to me about stuff and yeah they're talking about their schedule and like all this stuff that they're going to do and like before he left he like came up to me he's like shook my hands like man take care man I'll see you later I was like, this is the literally the nicest dude ever and he's like a monstrous world champion belt rest uh so there you go <laughs> so who knew I met too. I met this like world famous dude just like hanging out. Hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> That's crazy. So this, so to put, so this festival is this one that is held in just is it a traveling festival? Are they held in multiple cities? Um, so I think what? I think this festival is it, it's it, um, they just so they hold it. From what I understand, this is a festival because Chin National Day is like February 20th, I want to say. I might have got that wrong. Sorry. But so like just all over the country, there are festivals like this. Just around. Right. And so this one was like, like kind of like a Southwest Missouri regional thing because a lot of the people were from either our our immediate area or closer to Springfield or Joplin or kind of in is a so it was kind of uh, this larger area was feeding to here. <clears throat> okay, cuz that was my other question was was it here because there is a, a particular uh uh yeah, population, population of, yeah, people or in this is it area. just kind of just regionally to attract them no, from across country? I think it's there's a uh, there's when I was talking to Dr. Benjamin, he was saying that like the population in this area is increasing, right? Because um, just people are moving here to be with near family, right? Sure. You know, and so the population is sort of increasing, <clears throat> and um, they want to hold it to keep people together and also to educate and reach out to the community and say like, oh hey, yeah, this is what we're about and that kind of stuff. This is who we are and this kind of thing. <clears throat> so. I think that's why he was glad that we were there because we were like, you know, just some random people. <laughs> it's he, the, the aforementioned community. Yeah, right. yeah, that's me. That's me. Hello. Hello. I am of the community, right? Huh. Uh, so, 
Yeah, because when he found out I was a teacher, he was like, "Oh, okay, that's great. Like, oh, that's great, right?" So sure. that, that I think that he realized why I, why I was there, right? <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so it's kind of like a to get together and celebrate, like get people that are kind of near, but like kind of spread out and in kind of different areas, bring them together in a central location to celebrate <clears throat> this day mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. So that's what I think it's about. Again. They probably said, but I don't know. <laughs> again, again, also, don't. Yeah, understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah. Well, that's man. Uh, that's super a great. I did also buy a sweet traditional hat for a fundraiser. Uh, it's amazing. Obviously. I'll send you a picture okay. uh, later. Uh, it's really cool. Everybody had one, so I was like. <laughs> It's like, so why obviously, not? obviously, need one to be to fit in to be cool. <laughs> I did. I did also have this random thought while I was sitting there <clears throat> because I was like very engrossed in the wrestling tournament, right? And so I was doing that thing where I sit in my chair and I kind of lean back and I have my arms crossed across my chest, right? And I'm like very focused on things. And I thought I had this thought to myself, like, oh man, I wonder, I wonder if this looks like not. Like I'm having fun, right? Oh, you know what I mean? Right. You're disinterested and not, yeah. Do I look yeah. disinterested? Because I'm leaned back. I have like my ankles crossed. You know how you sit in a chair, you have your ankles yeah. crossed, you're leaned back, you got your arms crossed, you're just kind of looking. It's like, do I look disinterested? I had this like moment of self-consciousness where I thought like, oh man, am I, am I projecting like hostility? You know, because mm-hmm. all these people have been super nice to me all day. I don't want to be like that. And then Angry. I quickly glanced around the ring and every single old Asian dude was sitting exactly like that watching. <laughs> yeah. Call that validation. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, that's perfect. Never mind. Everything's good. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I can resume. Right. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going. I'm safe. Like, <laughs> that's perfect. Like one of the big president dudes or whatever of like a regional association was sitting across, and he was sitting that way. So like, okay, I'm probably, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not appearing disinterested or angry. So good. I was smiling and cheering at the wrestling. So that's fine. But yeah, that was my very adventurous, adventurous uh, Saturday, right? <clears throat> very exciting. So yeah, we it, the wrestling tournament finally got over at like seven thirty, eight o'clock, right? That's when I left. <laughs> it was a good ten hours of festivaling. <laughs> that's a lot. It is a lot, but it's fun. You know, it's fun. So. <clears throat> it's all good. But yeah. Okay. That was my big exciting, my big exciting uh, event, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say that that is uh, definitely exciting. I really yeah. like that a lot. I'm glad you're able to go to that because uh, it sounds like that's a great a lot, a lot of partnerships and relationships, and uh, can support your students in that way too. You know, former, but also you know, be there for that. And you is that something they'll do? Hope to do every year. Kind of thing, well, yeah, I think they do it up. every year because I like she, uh, she invited me last year, but I something I for some reason I couldn't go because we were we were going to be somewhere else. I don't know where we would have gone, but we don't really do things, you know, <laughs> all, all of the places <laughs> we were busy that weekend. And so she asked me again this year. And so, yeah, so maybe hopefully uh, we weren't too like horrible and they'll invite us back. You know, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Hopefully. Or, or and yet another opportunity for um, uh, a brother live podcast. <laughs> There you uh, go. On the floor, reporting live on the, the, the floor. The Chin Festival. Who knows? 
<laughs> live wrestling broadcasts. Here we go. These are yeah. things, though. I that's really cool. Well, great. Yeah, well, we've had really fun. Yeah, tiring, confusing, I, but fun. <laughs> yeah. Also, from uh, p- pumping water to um, driving on an interstate and uh, being tired and eating good food, sounds like it's been eventful last week. My goodness, it was yeah, it was good, good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> on uh. Good. Well, on that on that bombshell, and uh, Aaron, thanks for joining. And uh, yes, we well. missed you terribly. Good, we missed you terribly. Uh, <laughs> uh, see you next week. That's guaranteed. Aha! All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm including links to all sorts of stuff. I'm trying to. That's the. I could not find the singer, so thank you for sending over that link because I was like, I don't. I really want to add, add this. So yeah, links and show notes for wrestler and singer. Yeah. Did you find him? I'm going to try to find him. I did. I actually okay. did. Because uh, you had sent a photo of him uh, before. Oh, right. So I scrolled up and I grabbed a couple news articles. Uh, with oh, there you go. Yeah. In there as well. So. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. So you don't the, have to send uh, that again. Boom. Yeah. Boom. I got that. All right. Nice. I'm going to go listen to some of those songs. I think that's what I'm interested in. Here you go. <laughs> yes. I love it. Do this. So. Yeah. Well. She's going to be real confused when she shows up in that tagged in that like what the world <laughs> yeah, like, what is going on with this why what happened it's fine yeah. everything's fine it's fine yes <laughs> good well you gents enjoy the rest of your fine evening and uh we'll you as well we'll do this again all right thank you okay love you love you too love you too bye bye bye, bye.